On this episode, we find out what made Marie Antoinette say this. Ooh, I can't, ooh, I can't stand Rachel right now. I and then I'll like, be like, what are her last five <laughs> posts? Let me see. And what made Sedavion say this. If she was like, I just want to confess that like when I was like 12, I said the N word. Would you be like, <gasps> like, would you be actually shocked? I'm Sedavion with the powers of the sun. I'm Marie Antoinette with the forces of the moon. And, and this, this is, is Black, Black Syzygy. Syzygy. Go Twitches, go Twitches. Hello, Marie Antoinette. Hello, Sedavion. So Marie and I, don't be fake. <laughs> I literally just say hi and she's you're like, nice. don't do it. We're arguing because Marie Antoinette thinks she's better than me. Let's that is there. not, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Marie Antoinette bought a really nice laptop that is so much better than mine and she feels the need at every moment to show that off and stunt on me and that's what we're arguing about okay so sedavion and i have the same brand laptop we have the oh, same are they the same price answer that for the they're made by the, the same company the same price? we will get to it in a second they're made by the exact same tech company and sedavion has actually had these expensive computers throughout his entire life now Not what true. happened to me last school year i got my you... first one in the sixth grade. You could be in the trenches in the gutter later. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. <laughs> and what had ha what happened for me is last semester in the middle of finals, um, my computer actually had like a mental breakdown, and it just stopped Not working. Just a computer. Which, <laughs> no, me too. It happened together, which was bad because my computer that's always supposed to be reliable. While you know, like I'm in the trenches, oh, right. you know. Yeah, right. um, so it, I literally remember there was something I, an email I really need to send, an important email. So, and I was freaking out. I was like, do I walk to my one friend's house who lives at a scholar house, which was like not close at all, just to send this email for like 10 minutes? Or do, so, so maybe I'm just to get a tiny fan. What do we, okay. <laughs> what I ended up doing was I smartened up and I ended up going to my friend's dorm. It was like a dorm right across from me and I used her computer and then my mom, she was so sweet. She ran her computer down um, to campus to me so that I could use it to finish out the school year. You need some air? <laughs> so I just wanted to get a laptop that was reliable. I did a lot of research. I asked a lot of questions to different friends, and they said that she this was a no reliable. Yes, I did. I fully did. <laughs> let and me, they let me spread my narrative. Thank you. <laughs> and they said that this was a reliable laptop, so I got it. Now, Sedavion and I have different models from this brand. Very different. How much? We're not going to say the prices, but which one is more expensive? Technically, mine is more expensive, but the thing is, I also have a lot of storage on mine because I'm really, I, I have a really big thing of running out of storage. My phone is out of storage right now. And it so has I wanna... been, every phone she's had in the past 12 years has been out of storage. She and literally I... gets the phone and it's out of storage. As soon as she does the backup, it's out of storage. And I just didn't want that to happen with my computer, especially um, considering the fact that in my senior year of high school, I did a lot of video work and I worked with a lot of 4K footage and my computers were just not equipped to handle 4K footage. So I wanted to make sure that if I was- games that take up every bit of storage on a laptop. Okay, yes. So I wanted to make sure that my lap, I could put Sedavion on it if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> Wow. Anyways, that is that. So Davion has had these laptops since he was in sixth grade. I don't and know. this is the first expensive laptop that I've ever had. I just kind of feel like every, at every moment, every chance you get, you're just kind of rubbing it in my face. Like, oh, you have a better laptop. Like, we get it. We no, really Sedavion likes to do this thing where he points out the differences <laughs> between them that I wouldn't even notice because I don't even, I'm so new to these brands of laptops. But he he really likes to do the most. It's like giving playing innocent, but I'm really the villain. That's what it's giving. <laughs> like, I don't know. She's giving Batman, like, very rich is the superpower. I don't know. But I digress. Okay, so we're also not going to act like I'm rich. Like, she insisted that we record on her laptop today. <laughs> so is doing a bit. We record on the laptop of the person who's editing. I'm editing this. I'm going to edit you out are of we, this. I'm going to edit this section out. Are we or are we not recording on your laptop today? Yes! And I just explained why! Point proven. Point proven. I digress. Anyway, we didn't really get into it. How are you today? Um, you know what? Wait, let me ask you again. I'm sorry. How are you today, Marie Antoinette? <laughs> <laughs> if 
if I slapped you right now and you like went into the wall, you'd make a Sadevian sized hole. I would. A very large hole. And then I'd make you pay for the repairs as well because they're in so my evil. house. That's so evil. Um, I, it's been a crazy day. I felt like a little nauseous. I felt all things. I felt elated um, at work today. Okay, you know big words. <laughs> Stop. Calm, calm it down. See, this is the same thing Sadevian does with calm the computers. Oh, At work today, we were supposed to have a we were supposed to have some special people walk through. They didn't end up walking through, but the idea of them walking through made me really, really excited. Um, Beyonce and Jay Z. Exactly. But family dog. <laughs> So Sadevion was just telling a bad joke. Sadevion, how was your day? <laughs> well, similar to Marie Internet, my day felt very omnipotent. Um, yeah, I'm trying to use big words like you. Um, You're so what other sick. Words can I, use? Um, I don't know. When I woke up, I felt very super califragilistic. <laughs> so stupid. No, it was it was fine. It was stressful, but it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you wanted to know? No, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Today we are talking about about reclaiming controversial terms and um, sort of offensive language, if you will. So I read an article that on dictionary.com. Have you ever heard of that website? No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm more of a Merriam-Webster type of girl. <laughs> No Oxford right. Dictionary, exactly. but do what you okay, will. With this you article. want to flaunt your wealth at every chance you can. <laughs> you're yes, so I'm on dictionary.com and you're on a website. Okay. You're you're so sick for this. <laughs> the article was titled The Power of Reclaiming Controversial Terms. And it talks about terms like um, racial slurs that mm-hmm. have sort of been reclaimed by certain demographics of people, um, terms that have been used to used as slurs and to be offensive towards people with disabilities Mm -hmm. and the power that um, those people who have those terms used against them gain when they reclaim those words and sort of change the meaning of them. Okay. So um, my first question sort of is who has (coughs) the ability to reclaim offensive language or controversial terms? Um, well... I guess the community that it's usually directed towards mm-hmm. is um, automatically what I'd say. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm thinking of some specific ones off of the top of my head <laughs> like that have been reclaimed. Don't try me today. <laughs> Do not try me today. And I would say that it's up to the community that has been most impacted by them. Are you about yeah. to bring some nuance into the situation to throw me off? No, not okay. necessarily. See, you set me up for failure there. What do you... Because <laughs> then people were expecting some nuance, and I didn't have none. <laughs> okay, all right, continue. <laughs> um, I, I agree with that. Okay. What is your idea on people who say, how about the people who created the terms have the ability to change the meaning or the definition? That doesn't even make sense. No? Like, I need an example. What? <laughs> There are people on TikTok I've seen. Oh, okay. I'm not really on TikTok <laughs> frequently, guys. I've seen this con- uh, this this idea that um, terms like the N-word, that if we're going to be honest, we're not created by white people. Um, but there are white creators who have said things, words like the N-word that were created and used by white people, you know, a certain group of people should only be controlled by white people in a positive way is what they meant. White people should make sure that no one says those words ever again. Does okay. that make sense? Okay, so they're saying that people shouldn't say the word at all, and that the okay. people who created the negative definition of it have the are the ones with the power to change that. Okay. Also, can you just explain the history of the N word briefly? Because I'm not sure everyone knows I, that it wasn't necessarily created by actually white people. a lot of different history okay. with the word um, geographical history is that the word we'll go with it what's the correct word i don't know oh, okay that's why i said we'll go with it <laughs> we'll go with it she'll correct me later because i'm uneducated i didn't go to a private school like her we um, went to the exact same school <laughs> don't try it um one of the root words of the n-word the word negro and nigger 
Um, one of the root words is negus, which is a word that was used in Nigeria um, to refer to royalty or people of high class. Mm -hmm. And during the Atlantic slave trade, when Europeans were coming to Africa, they heard people referring to their leaders as negus. Mm -hmm. And they heard niggas, which wow. they turned into nigger and negro. That's unique. And we kind of know where the word went from, from between Africa and then to America and through <sighs> slavery and to today. So, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I feel like... I feel like that's not common knowledge. I agree. I wrote it in a show once. I know, which is why I knew it. Oh, really? Yeah. If it hadn't been for the show, then I'm, maybe I would have figured it out eventually. Maybe not. But that's where I learned it. Yeah, I don't think it's common knowledge either. Um, white people stealing. <laughs> what they usually do. Do you think it's hypocritical? To... <laughs> You're sick. Do you, okay. do you think it's kind of hypocritical to like reclaim slurs and only allow specific groups to use it because you i'm sure you've heard the argument that like and we're using the reason i'm using the n-word mostly is because that's the one i have the most experience with mm -hmm. as far as a specific topic we know there are a lot others i feel like it makes most sense that we use the ones that we experience on a most likely regular basis right um for example that i was getting into example um a lot of non-black people say it's unfair for black people to use the N-word in their songs, in their movies, in all of their mainstream media success and promotion and not allow other races of people to use it, but also expect them to be fans. Just to break that down a bit, for example, some people are fans of really popular rappers who have millions and millions and millions of fans. And some of their fans who are not black think it's unfair for them to make these songs and have them be fans, but not allow them to say the lyrics, all of the lyrics. Do you think it's hypocritical? No. Um, I guess the thing also for me is I, I feel like a lot of people want to make things black and white. Sorry, this is a whole thing I'm doing. A lot of people <laughs> want to make things black and white. And I feel like there is so much nuance to everything. Like, okay, you can propose this as an argument. Sure. But I will even, I will say this for myself. There are a lot of slurs um, directed towards specific communities that I am not a part of myself. And I'll hear them in pop culture. I have never once, and also if I wasn't black, I'll just just to say this, because I've thought about this a lot. I don't think I'd have the desire to say the N word. Um, there, well. there are a lot of things, and I think that is a specifically a personality trait of mine, because there are words for like communities that I'm not a part of, and I've never been like, okay, but just like a little slip. Like, <laughs> okay, just once. Just like, once. let me just, the, no one's in the room right now. No I do right. not feel comfortable saying those words. I don't like the history tied behind them and if i hear other people that are close to me saying them i'll be like hey that's mm, mm -mm, we yeah. shouldn't be doing that mm -hmm. so i genuinely don't think that if i was a part of another race i would want to be out here <laughs> just dropping end bombs everywhere yeah. um but i so when it comes to using the language and you know being fans of people and everything i feel like it's such a complex word it is everyone has their opinion on it mm -hmm. black people are not a monolith so even Very amongst true. the black community there are some people that detest the word and it you know just the sound of it makes them ugh, like they don't like it and there are people that use it in their everyday language they don't mm -hmm. care what the color of your skin is me. they don't care what your heritage is be me. they don't well, care no, no, no. Never mind. you add an extra it's not me. <laughs> no, 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 no. they don't care how comfortable or uncomfortable it makes mm -hmm. you it's just a part of their language so it's a really different experience for everyone. Um, I think one thing that is for certain is that it has been ingrained in a specific part of black culture, and I don't necessarily see it leaving anytime soon. Um, and I don't see a problem with saying that people that are not black cannot say the word. I think it gets a little tricky, because you know, again, the nuance, mm -hmm. when you get into what about people that are mixed race? What about people that have that 25% black in them? What about people that... <laughs> what Imagine about Halsey was singing songs like... Nuka, nuka, nuka. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry. I'm what sorry. about people that are fully like, you know, like they're 50% black, 50% something else, but they're like completely white passing. Like, you know, the comfort, like we've had discussions been like conversations that. conversations about people who are not black Americans. Exactly. In other countries that are black, but are now black Americans saying the word. It's very complex. Exactly. So, no, I don't. You know, I don't think it's unfair. I I see what your argument is, mm-hmm. it's but not my I argument, just but yes, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not talking like the the people that say that, but I just yeah. I just I disagree with them. I think you can still be a fan of something. You know, like I love you. You know, I I really find drag culture really interesting, but I'm not gonna walk around dropping f bombs, right? And I have That's no desire to. That's a great example. I feel like, first of all, let me say this, and I'll go back to what you just mm-hmm. said. I've never been the person to say white people can't say the N-word. Really? You can say what you want. Okay. But you have to suffer the consequences of what you do and say. <laughs> that is not my problem. You can say the N-word. Please. Like be, be, listen, I'm holding Marantuanette's hand. Be my guest. Not be my guest. Say the word, but don't get mad when people like me don't want to deal with you, when people like me don't like you, when people, not even just like me, people in the world hold you accountable for saying those things, you can do what you want, please. Okay. But you have to suffer the real world consequences. Not this, I'm not going to walk this around is what like, parents do to children. You can't say the N-word, no, no, no. No, go ahead. I dare you. Hold on. Let me pull out my phone with Flash. Go ahead. Yeah. Now let me get a video. So, you know, do, and white people who have experienced in, not white people, non-black people I've experienced in life who have said that in my real personal life. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. You can say whatever you want. I'm not going to be around you. I'm not going to be your friend. And you have to deal with the consequences. Oh, and I will be letting everybody know. Okay. And if you... And if <laughs> Not the shoulder touch. Okay. All right. Get into it. Maria, okay. What are you about to say? There was a girl in high school. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Who was non-black and she said the N-word to a group of black students once. Were you were there? I wasn't there, but oh, I heard the story immediately oh. after. It was a slip and, though. It wasn't just <laughs> true, but for example. It's a w I know that's a weird thing to say. It is. Oh, it was just a slip. <laughs> <laughs> it was just I just <laughs> accidentally tossed the baby on a racial slip. It was just a slip. It was just a slip. <laughs> no, no, no. But after that, she was like. She was very much like, please, please, please don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is like, her example is a little different because like you said, it was a slip. Mm-hmm. However, Like argue- a genuine slip. Like someone in the group had arguable, said something who arguable. was black. And she like, she, she said the word. It. And then, and then the girl, she was like, ah, she accidentally repeated <laughs> word for word. What the But that, my thing is like. If you, and again, her situation is different, but mm-hmm. if you want to outwardly say the word, which you can do, don't try to tell me not to tell nobody. You you wanted to say it. Why can't I let people know? <laughs> you felt confident enough to say it. I right. think everybody should know you say it. Everybody know I say nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows I do it. Why can't I tell them that you do Why it? Why can't they know? Why can't they know you did it? Exactly. My whole point. But what you were saying about, you know, like you love drag culture, you wouldn't be dropping F-bombs. What is it about non-black people and the N-word? Because I, I genuinely feel like we do not see this with other langu- offensive language mm-hmm. or slurs that have been reclaimed. For example, the R-word for disabil- disabled people. I don't know about your experience, but when I was a child, that was a regular word that everybody said. It was exactly. never to be yeah. like... Oh, this is a slur against these type of people. It was just like, oh, that's what she I know, said. Even when it's on the radio and exactly. songs, it's not... The thing is, they don't bleep it out. They don't bleep it out, and I think it's because it was regular. Because I listen to the radio frequently. Um, Yeah, and I listen to um, One Two Step. One Two Step comes on the radio a Mm. lot, and it has that word in one of the lyrics, and it's never the word. They never bleep it out. They, I know they do usually bleep it out. I think Fancy, the song Fancy, you remember that? Yes, but they do. It might be situational or based on station, because they always bleep it out of Fancy. I'm pretty sure she pulled it and got it re-released. Oh, okay, that would make sense. Because then. there, have, I've seen the song featured on a lot of on a lot of different platforms, mm. and every single time it's always bleeped out. And that could obviously be the people, you know, bleeping it out themselves. Yeah. But I think she might have done that herself. We're talking okay. about fancy with Iggy Azalea. Yeah. But what I was saying was, I feel like when the world was moving in a direction 
where that word was so clearly unacceptable to use regularly Mm -hmm. i feel like nobody was fighting against that or at least i didn't see it i'm sure there were people who were like i still want to use the word i'm sure but i don't feel like it was as big of a fight against not using that word anymore as the n-word has been since inception for non-black people and i really don't understand it i i feel like i guess we see it I, I guess it's different degrees because there are a lot of people I've encountered and it's usually like the older generation. That's Sometimes that's... people genuinely have slips and they say, and they're like, oh, yes, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. I've seen that. And then there's also, I've also seen some people who are like, oh, sorry, Marie Antoinette doesn't like when I use that word. Yeah. Um, and like, and they're like, look at me and I'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So kind of like the, oh, can you both, <laughs> this PC culture is annoying yes. <laughs> or I've experienced those people as well, and that's, I feel like it's very situational. I yeah. think I would, and this might not be, I'm sure it's not everyone experience. I would say most people I've encountered have acknowledged that that word is unacceptable to use, especially of our generation, mm-hmm. um, and are, even if they don't completely stop using it, are actively trying not to use it as regularly. Yeah. And I don't feel like there's been pushback against it like with people i've corrected i've I've definitely gotten the all political correct culture i hate it yeah and i've also gotten oops i'm so sorry i did not oh it was a slip yeah and i've also gotten you're so right i'm never gonna use that again i feel like most people are just like you know let's let's try to move in a correct direction Mm -hmm. but with the n-word it's always like a debate i feel like okay this is also weird because i feel like for me i've encountered more people that don't use it okay I, the reason i started saying that hesitantly is because i also don't feel like i necessarily ex- necessarily experience a broad enough type of people because i've mm. heard or, or a broad enough audience i've heard a lot of people talk about their horror stories and i've always been like oh my gosh i don't know what i would do if i was caught up in the middle <laughs> yeah. of that but the thing is i don't go to these parties where the white people are screaming the word at the top of their we were we were at a place where it happened i know but i'm typically (laughs) not in those it was in like a different state it was like this convention that we went to out of state with our school over the summer (laughs) (laughs) yeah there were two there were two little black people in the room for the the word to be that loud it was like they didn't say any other word in the song but that one yeah that one was like a roar anyway it was yeah But I typically am not at parties like that. And if I was, I don't know what I would do. Because the thing is, that is like so not okay with me, of course. And Mm. it would make me so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. But the thing is, I am not as outspoken as Sedavion. And it's something that I... (laughs) Shut up. Because I'm getting to something. I wish that... In my head, I would love to go and confront someone, mm. but in reality, I don't know what I do. I feel like I'd be like a deer looking at headlights. Mm. Um, so I, you know, I I don't think the word you were looking for is outspoken. I think you were looking for confrontational, right? Wouldn't you agree? I think we're both very outspoken for things we're passionate about, but I'm very confrontational. The thing is, I I get so confused because maybe I just have to feel comfortable with you to be confrontational. Maybe mm. that's the thing. Because I feel like yeah, a confrontational... You, you be confrontational with me. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's be very I clear. feel like a confrontational person, but maybe it does depend on my comfort level mm. with someone. So that that's, makes sense. That, that, that is fair to say. So yeah, I, I don't feel like I feel as comfortable with being confrontational with just like anybody and some and there's some situations where I like wish I was so I could like advocate for myself yeah. and for <sighs> and for others more so yeah I feel like I just don't spend a lot of time around it and thank goodness because I don't I honestly don't know how I'd react to yeah. it yeah I mean okay I mean you just said you don't know how you'd react but if you had to think about it do you think you would look more at the call in or call out scenario and for people who kind of don't know what that might mean is, as far as calling out, I think it's very outwardly and very publicly saying you disavow something or you disavow someone for doing something or saying something. Whereas calling is sort of more intimate and you're kind of like, I want to talk to this person personally, one-on-one possibly, or in a smaller group of people um, and get them to understand why what they did was wrong or why... Um, what they said is not okay. Do you think you would be more like, let's say you, the closest white friend you have to you right now. Ooh, I don't, 
Let's say you had a close white friend. Sorry, I don't want to put nobody in there. No, let's not do that. Let's say you just had a really like close white friend mm-hmm. who did like they were really drunk at a party that you went to and they slipped double to no um, in a song lyric. Would it be a call out for you or would it be a call in, do you think? Well, I know off the bat that it would be a call in okay. because I've had a white friend in the past. Ooh. I think this was when I was in my... Um, in high school, I think it was either freshman or sophomore year. And she just, they didn't go to our high school though, which is probably why you don't know it. But I think, and I only really saw what she did through social media. So on Snapchat, she would just post things with the N word. And this, this girl, she kind of, she, (laughs) I was going to say the nickname my mom had for her, but I choose not to. What's her real name? Um, No. Oh, wait, I forgot. We bleep it out now. Uh-huh. So I always forget that I guess we do say their name. Say uh, their name. Say their It's um, oh, I thought it was the one. The one. We'll talk later. <laughs> so they're all trying to whisper me, and I said, come again. I thought it was the one, you know. Um, but, yeah, no. So, oh. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about for a second. Oh, no. And I said white. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Um, but no. This is so shady. This is so shady. <laughs> okay, anyhow. So, this friend, she's always been into, I would say, like, black culture. She always liked listening so to, like, rap music. She, I remember she, we were in middle school, and she had, like, a, a hat that said Trap Queen. <gasps> like, the Fetty Oh, she's white, just to be clear. Yeah, she okay. is white. So she just used that word on her socials. And she also, I would say that she has a lot of views that oh, I don't disagree with. Yeah. Herself. Okay, I thought that, she was saying trap queen. No. <laughs> she has a lot of views that I don't disagree with modern day. And I have this with a lot of people. With that people you don't I disagree really, with? I mean, sorry, that I disagree okay, with. To be clear. I have this with a lot of people. I disagree, like, very strongly with their views. And I have them on social Couldn't media. And I keep them on social media just to see what they're talking. <laughs> it's like I enjoy having my blood boil because mm. I like it. I'll be like, oh, I can't stand Rachel right now. And then I'll like, be like, what are her last five <laughs> posts? Let me see. <laughs> I think you're a far rightist biggest dream. Like, no matter how <laughs> radical my beliefs are, we should still be able to be friends on Facebook. We should still be able to exist. And the thing is because. Which is great. I, no, no, no. Because I look at their posts. <laughs> But I don't interact with them because I'm like so mm. mad at them. I do that with people I don't like too. Because, you know, I have everyone on post notification on Instagram. If you listen to our social media episode, then I explained <laughs> that the if way that I look at Instagram, <laughs> I don't scroll on anyone's post. I have everyone on post notification, which mm-hmm. is a faulty system for many reasons. I miss a lot of posts because when you get, you know, Sedavion posts something, and if I don't look at it fast enough, and another one of my friends posts something, I see what the friend, I see, I got a notification that the friend posted something. Thing, but I never saw the Sedavion notification. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll keep those people on post notification. I'll keep them in my following and I'll look at their posts every time they pop up, but I just won't like them. I'll just like be mad <laughs> and they won't know I'm mad at them. They're so shady. <laughs> but I won't, I won't do anything to be friendly with them. So it's, it's really weird. That is weird. Um, but this friend, <laughs> long story short, this friend. So I immediately texted her and I reached it out, reached out, and I was like, "Okay, so this word isn't appropriate to oh, use." Oh, you called her in for real, for real. Yes, that's why I know that I oh, would do it. I said this okay. word is not appropriate to use. There's a lot of history behind it. It makes me really uncomfortable. Sorry, clarification question. Uh-huh. Was it after seeing it like a lot of times, or there was one specific one where you're like, "All right, this is time. I need to." It was just it. one time. Okay, got it. So then I reached out and I texted her. Um, and the thing is, she's like the type of person who, cause she was like, okay, yeah, understand. But she's like the type of person, cause she did this a lot. First of all, she has a tendency to lie. This is so random. Um, this is so random, but she had some, she has some behavior patterns that weren't my favorite. She had a tendency to lie. Um, she also had a tendency to ask you for advice, like a lot, um, or ask your opinion on things. And then like, be like, oh, thank you. Like, act like you were saving grace and then act like you were <laughs> talking to a wall and not her. Um, That's so annoying. Yeah. That my time. Yeah, so there were a lot of things. So it was one of those things where I took it with a grain of salt when she said that. It yeah. might have happened 
another time she she might have posted another time on social media and i was probably just like okay but she 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 doesn't do it anymore so i know that if it was a close friend in this scenario this hypothetical situation i would call them in but if i was like at a party and i had like the nerve if it was like a stranger and i had the nerve i know that i would probably call them out or maybe i'd call them in i don't know but i feel like i'd call them out because at our big grown age <laughs> come on we're all like 85 and at our big grown age you know better than to say the n-word like this exactly. this is one thing that one of sedavion and i's mutual friends um used to say she would always say she would always make fun of the people that made their apologies about saying the n-word at like 16 or something because yeah. i'm sorry but you sound kind of ridiculous Crazy. like at your big grown age you, you, you people are like <laughs> i was 28 i did not know much i was uneducated i had three kids i was married twice i had two divorces but i was young and I like, didn't know. It's like, like the post that we talked about in our uh, first episode in this season where the kid that got the TV show yeah. and you brought up the good point. He's 12. He knows the difference exactly. between act and right and acting up. Mm -hmm. Like y'all are too big and grown for this. Right. At 85. <laughs> at 85. Okay. You are 47. <laughs> no, literally. I, yeah, I agree. A call in probably with person who's close to me but honestly like you said i wouldn't be further i don't think i'd be in a situation like that because right. i don't think i'd be that close of friends with somebody who even had the ability to do so and i know things can happen and people change and whatever but yeah at our big age like you said mm -hmm. especially now me going in my junior year of college like what do we look like there have been there there was last year a situation where somebody said the n-word to a black student at my school. I think you might have told me about this. I wasn't involved, so I didn't really do any, I didn't do a call in or a call out, but I was like, you're that girl I knew you were. <laughs> it was very much not a surprise. Uh-oh. Were you the only one that wasn't surprised or many not people? Not even a little bit. What, were other people not surprised? Yeah. And a, a lot of white people weren't surprised either. But also, I was one of those, like, please don't tell anyone. Please, please don't tell anybody. So it was a slip, but, like, a slip that's, like, it that was, doesn't make sense. It was sense. at, like, a very small party that not a lot of people were at. Yeah. And there was one black student there. Okay. And there was, I guess everybody was, it was kind of towards the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Everybody was just kind of sitting around, listening to music, chilling on couches and floors. And a song came on, and one of them felt very empowered by the N-word that night. And said it very black and proud, except white. Um, so it was during a song, mm -hmm. but was it just like the only black person that was there? Like just they were in the room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think if any if there wasn't that black person in the room, anybody would even know about it. Wow. Okay. Which is so interesting. Not the secret keeping. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Who do we, I think about this all the time. I think about who, okay, this is really random, but a lot of times when I'm around white people specifically, <laughs> say it. a Just room say full it. of white people say that I don't necessarily know, or I maybe know exactly I do even know them in the say. class, I'm like, how many of you <laughs> have said the N-word, or have wanted to say it, but mostly mm -hmm. who have said it, and we will never know about it, I because just... your friend's covered for you. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just go in life assuming that everyone said it until, because I'm like. See, you've said that before, but I'm like, there is. Like... Well, also, if someone said like to me, like, I definitely have said the word before. I'm not going to be like. <gasps> oh, I will. You would? <laughs> if And I'd make a if, whole show out of it, if, too. If blank. <sighs> if blank. Okay. Was, if blank. <laughs> If she was like, I just want to confess that like when I was like 12, I said the N-word. Would you be like, <gasps> like, would you be actually shocked? <laughs> I'm trying to put myself in the shoes. Okay. N-word when I was 12. Okay, this person would probably say that they were really sorry about it. And they totally didn't mean to. And it was probably weighing on their chest. <laughs> okay, you're giving too much weight. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing too much to describe. <laughs> they definitely would. They definitely would. <laughs> Um, 
him and they probably give you the circumstances around it. No, no, no. What would you say? <laughs> would you be shocked? Oh, would I be shocked? I think so. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, how about, um... <laughs> you going on with another person! How about... So I think it's just in my nature. I think this is a very <laughs> me-specific thing. So, kind of, like, generally, like, what if... <laughs> now I gotta bleep! Now I gotta bleep! Okay, first of all, you cannot use her as an example because she is from the South. <laughs> and she's... Okay, I'm not trying to knock anyone, but she is really religious. <laughs> Shaking in my boots, <laughs> and I'd be like, like "Oh, well, like, She was like Maria Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to tell you. Back in 2016, you and this ex, somebody cut me off in traffic, and I called her a nigger bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what if she said that to you? What if she said it? What would you be shocked? <laughs> I honestly, like, if any white person I know in my life right now told me they said the N-word, right, like, before, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure you did. Oh, my gosh, today, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Was that a good impression? <laughs> no. no, I think that's why it's killing me. Honestly, and I believe somebody cut her off at Jerry. <laughs> she called them a nigger bitch. No, but that's so scary because, okay, I really am trying. Hopefully, she never listens to this ever. Oh, my gosh. I'm this to her. I'm sorry. If she does listen to it, I'm going to have to delete this episode because she would, she would probably know, even though we don't speak a lot at all, she would probably know because this is so specific. But, like, the part of the South she's from, it's like, y'all, it's even deeper South than where I'm from. So that's Y'all know Maria's from the gutter. So that's just downright scary. Ooh. That's just downright scary. It's from, I would consider, the, I think that's the most racist state in this country. In my opinion. I think it's the most racist state in this country. Oh! <laughs> oh, no, she gotta go. <laughs> She has definitely called somebody a nigger monkey bitch. Stop! <laughs> okay. okay, okay, moving on. Moving on, shifting gears very sharply. How do you feel about offensive language and slurs being used in literature in school? Or no, 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 sorry. Just literature in general. Oh, that is a, I feel like in school is such a good question. I said in literature, but, we'll move um, to school. Okay, we'll move to school. <laughs> Literature, um, if I, it's usually when it's done the way that I've seen it, typically it's usually intentional and it's mm -hmm. a part of the author's message. Um, so literature, I'm like, okay. Um, I haven't seen it done offensively, but that would be a whole different conversation. But I'm just gonna say situational, even though I haven't seen it done yeah. offensively. And also I think it's really important that the author does have, um, there's something in the, editing phase with like a book it's called like having a sensitivity reader i think yes. it's like a relatively newer thing to have because they're like my favorite book series a lot of people um call out the author because he has a native american character um who is cherokee and she wears a feather in her hair but that is very much not representative of the culture right. um and a lot of people who are a part of the Cherokee people have been like, ah, and even a lot of people who are not have been like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I feel like it's really important to have sensitivity readers, readers, especially when you are, because I don't like to say that if you're something you can't write from another culture or something, because I wanted to write about a bunch of other cultures respectfully, of course, but I do think it is really, really important to make sure that you have a sensitivity reader checking it to make sure that like you didn't write something or it's like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean what if you have like an author that like is obviously white i mean like pretty popular famous maybe mm -hmm. and they're writing black people using the n-word as like the colloquial colloquial <laughs> the term that we use it for most time how do you feel about that like, even if it's realistic, even if you read it and you're like, I've heard this conversation before. It's very realistic. I don't know why you want to complicate that for me so much. But you, like, know that. My right. eyes just It's like J.K. Rowling. Stop. Honestly, that wouldn't be surprising. Stop it. 
Okay, what if it's just like somebody, a famous white rapper? My eyes just went really wide, y'all. One thing about this episode, we've been saying names. Personally, I would not um, like it. I would not like it. But I feel like that's a very personal thing. And I feel like someone can argue something else. Like, oh, they're just trying to be authentic. I like your hair in this part. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like someone might <laughs> that they're trying to be authentic. And it's like, okay. But <laughs> part of me is definitely like, who are you? <laughs> what do you, this is not your business. But also part of me as a writer is like, I've definitely told the stories of other cultures and not using slurs. I know. That's the thing. Like if I were. But it's kind of like you can be challenged by anybody. Like any black person could be like, this is not realistic. Yeah. With, you know, the white writer scenario. And any black person could also be like, this is very realistic. And I feel like that could happen with anything, not even just like offensive language or slurs. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about. Do the rules around slurs and offensive language change in educational settings, like at all? That is such... As far as literature and academic substance. Um, mm, that's such a <laughs> tough one because... Okay, I've had kind of like... I feel like what I, is a more extreme situation where... And a lot of people have talked about this nightmare situation. Another case of everyone around you saying the N-word and like you're like, what do I do? Because, you know, the high school Sadevian and I both went to, it was predominantly white. And there is like this... I didn't even notice. Fresh... Really? <laughs> oh, wow. I couldn't even tell. No, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so white. Very yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I understand that you missed it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was this one class in freshman year, this one teacher who oh, taught girl. freshman year English, and he was a Jewish man. Um, but, you know, also white. Um, and in his <laughs> class, we read Fences. Mm-hmm. Amazing show. I've talked about how amazing Beautiful Fences story. is before. Um, <laughs> August Wilson... <laughs> The co-writers, August Wilson, Viola Davis, and Denzel Washington. And notice I marked them as co-writers. Okay, I'm doing a thing now, just in case y'all don't know. That was, it was only August Wilson that wrote that. Um, oh, it's me really stalling with this story. But it just makes me so uncomfortable even just to bring it up. And when we would read it in class, he would just read the N-word out loud and proud. Like, no shame. I heard he, like, he like did a black scent in everything. Yeah. This was like an infamous thing in our Rose. <laughs> yeah. Rose, I told you. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when we were reading it at our tables, he never gave any guidelines as to what you're allowed to say and what you're not. And since he did it, everyone in the class was like, oh my gosh, free pass to say the N word. I remember specifically there was this one girl, her name was um, and she was so excited to say the word. Like, she was like, oh my gosh, I've never gotten to say it before. This is like, you know, kind of like, this is my moment to shine. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Did you say her name? Yes, because we're going to bleed it out. Yeah. What's her last name? Stop. No, actually. No. But uh, yeah, she was so excited to say it, um, which was weird. I didn't like that. So in that case, I don't think it should have been said in the classroom, especially, I feel like there should have been a conversation around comfortability in the classroom at all. Mm. Um, I, I mean, all around so that the rule was standard. I don't even think it should have been a table by table basis. And I think it is really important to ask the people who the word affects, because I was very uncomfortable as one of it was either two or I was the only black person in that room. Sounds about white. And at my mm-hmm, <laughs> and at my table, mm-hmm. at my table, there was one girl. Who, <laughs> Please. There was one girl who said, "Come on, guys, we're all we're all in high school here, kind of like the you know we're all grown up thing, like like it's just the like you know it's fine, like stop being so baby about saying it." She was white, of course. But, like, the thing is, she was treating it as if I was saying, like, a bad word. (laughs) She's like, guys, it's just nigga. It's literally, guys, all we're saying is nigga. That's it. (laughs) And then I was like, so I don't think we should do it. And then there was this other, there was a creative writing major at the table. And she was like, you know what? Yeah. She was like, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, we're not going to say it. Um, And she was white. So I was really happy that she was also, like, so no. Because I was like, yeah, I don't. 
think we should. I don't feel comfortable with us saying it. So, yeah, that was terrible. So I do not think that. Um, I also don't think when we're reading plays in class, like just for example, like if we were to be in theater reading them, I don't feel like it should be said in class. Now, that might be really, that might be really... I don't know. Someone might be like, Ugh, but I feel like if we're just reading through a play, there's not necessarily any need to say it, mm. especially if the character's black. Now, if it's coming from a white character or a character who's not black, I feel like that's a little more justified. But if we're just reading a play in class and we're just picking Bethany, Chris and Tom to read it because they <laughs> just happen <laughs> <laughs> because they just happen to be the three people that are like right there. Mm -hmm. Um, then I do not think that they need to say the word. Now, if you're on an educational theater itself, like you're performing a show, then, you know, th that's what's written in the script, honor mm -hmm. the script. But if we're in class, and I know this can even be argued, again, if we just have random people reading it, um, especially if that is not like, you know, they're white, the character's black, I don't think the word needs to be said. Mm. Wow. That I've heard, I, I, I fortunately was not in that teacher's class at our high school. Oh my gosh. And all of our friend group was, by the way. I know, because I've heard them all talk about it, but I've never heard yeah. you talk about it, so I figured. Yeah, so I was hearing those stories and I was like, this is wild. It doesn't feel real. Like, it feels like something where, that I'm just like trying to make it a big extravagant thing. I've had... In an edu educational setting, I've had a few encounters with the N-word. The very first one I remember was reading, was it To Kill a Mockingbird? I think it was To Kill a Mockingbird in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to a predominantly white middle school. I mean, our high school was predominantly white, but it was also a pretty small school. Not taking away from the fact that mm -hmm. it was predominantly white. But this school was pretty big, and it was predominantly white. Oh, like where and, I go now. Uh, <laughs> very much where you go. And um, I was actually the only black student in the advanced English class. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we're reading To Kill a Mockingbird. And my teacher was like, just so y'all know, she's white. Okay. Just so y'all know, I will not be reading this word aloud. Um, I don't believe that me saying this word adds anything to your education or what you take away from this book. Okay. I will be saying in word and in replacement of that. Okay. However, which is controversial, she was like, I leave. That's on your face. I leave it. It might be my skin peeling because I got a facial yesterday. You got a um, facial? Who's rich now? Who's got money now? What are we recording Who's on? Who's swimming what, in dough now? What are we recording on? Right <laughs> okay. Now? Maurice, three hundred dollar microphone, and he just got a three hundred dollar facial. <laughs> anyway, um, she she was like, "I do leave it up to you all to discern whether or not you want to use the word while reading." And I was like, "Who is she talking to?" Okay, see, that's the part that I don't mess with. So there was a lot of white students when they were reading out loud that were like inward, and then some of them were like Negro. Like it felt like they added a little extra. I feel like that should be. I feel like that should be reverse. Like she decides whether or not she wants to say it for herself. And then and this rule is set for these kids. Because but my whole thing, my, uh, adding on to that, okay. no white teacher will ever tell me I can't say the N word while I'm reading a book. That's truly how I feel. Okay. Like I would have been perfectly fine with her being like, us as a class are not saying it. Mm -hmm. And Sadevian, you can do what you want. <laughs> not in Sadevian, you can do what you want. <laughs> because I'm going to say it. That's just me. Okay. If we're reading out loud and the N word's in the book, I personally am going to say it. And I don't want any white person to or any non-black person to see i think one of the, also the differences between sadevian and i is that i when i i take my audience into consideration really when it comes to the word like it's less about my comfortability with say well i guess it is my comfortability because my comfortability with saying it goes down when i'm around people who are not black Valid. at my Can current I school <laughs> i don't know if i've said it at all i do not know if i've said it at all oh. except for when i'm talking to sedavion in the dorm. i need to call you more often <laughs> I'm talking to Sadavion in the dorm because even with oh, my like, I have week. one friend at. Um, oh, like, not you dropping I, your school name. Y'all go oh, find her. Go find her, y'all. Go. <laughs> so we're gonna bleep that. Uh, <laughs> I have one friend at my school. Um, there's gonna be so many bleeps in there. There really is. Oh I'm excited God. to hear it. <laughs> 
I have one friend at my school who's, and I'll say closer friend because there were like two in my friendship circle, but no. like one who's black. Um, and <laughs> I don't even know if I, like we have like some black jokes. We have like some, like we, <laughs> she does this thing with when people come to her house. This is so specific if she ever, okay. <laughs> when people come to her house, she draws like, oh, thank goodness. That was bothering me. That was bothering me so bad. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. My fat finger couldn't fit with this. <laughs> thank you. That was bothering me. Okay, I, we, gonna... I just fixed something on the table. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Anyway, she has people like draw themselves and they put it up on the wall. It's like their visitor wall. So I want to start one of these. No, you Sorry, should do it. You so should do it. It's really fun. I really want one. Okay. Um, she has these specific cards. So she introduced this to another friend in our friend group. And I drew myself. But it was kind of like a joke because I looked in the mirror because there were like two of my other friends did that too. And mm -hmm. I like made smile lines for myself, which made me look kind of <laughs> like a wrinkled apple. <laughs> but it's because I don't, I don't have like crazy smile lines, but I do have them because I'm always, or I'm oftentimes like laughing and smiling mm -hmm. so I do have them um, but I made them like ridiculously pronounced and I put myself in a striped out because I thought that was cute but it looked like I was in like a jail suit I looked like I was in like a textbook jail suit so and then she made a joke she was like Marie Antoinette you're stereotyping yourself right now <laughs> she's like why'd you put yourself in prison <laughs> So, you know, we have certain jokes like that. Mm. We, like, talk about hair. We talk about, like, um, our experiences with being black. But realistically, it's also kind of a different conversation. Like, yeah, she grew up as, like, one of the few black people in her town. And that's, like, very valid. But she's also, like, um, colorism. Colorism. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, a little bliggity black. You know, just just a little. She's black. <laughs> not, not with an <laughs> um, and I'm not trying to take away from her blackness yes. at all, but there just like is There's colorism, yeah. and she's also like, um, like by society standards, like gorgeous. Yeah. So they're just like differences there, but we do have like our. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know how far I could take it. Like I don't know if I could be like. What's up, Morgan? I love saying in word like as if I'm about to throw up like I don't know what it is about saying like no but it's just like it gets me together this is very off topic okay but about the visitor wall uh -huh. I kind of want to have like strict rules about it though like what like you can everyone has to paint it has to be painted paint and girl. it's gonna be on a small canvas girl I will I will provide the thing she gave us sharpies and these little <laughs> no okay but it has to be painted on a little canvas okay and it has to be done in my apartment like you cannot take it out can I be the first one can you fly me you out to, yeah okay I actually really do want you to come and visit really yeah guys this is new this is new because <laughs> yeah I, if, you, if any of you remember the episode where Sadevion he was like oh, I don't want you to visit <laughs> like, he said it just like that he said it just like that he said I don't want you to visit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should do a visitor wall in your new place i want to and i do want to but visit. like those are strict rules like you can't take it out of the room and, okay but you need and, to have a lot of color options and everything yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> i'll provide all the materials okay um this has been a great conversation let's get into <laughs> this that was very off topic let's get into that yeah you want to introduce Woo! us <laughs> the black hole do you want to say the famous fine i'll say it hit it here we go, yo, here we go, yo, so what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo, here we go, yo, so what, so what, so what's the scenario? <laughs> I just looked at you so stupid. <laughs> okay, so today's um, black hole segment is about college. It's very short, but yeah. Why is it about college? Because, well, not really about college, sort of, not really. Um, you'll see. Okay, so this is submitted to Dear Mrs. Webb online. Love this form. It says, Dear Mrs. Webb, how do I tell my father that I flunked out of the university? Uh-oh. I haven't had the courage to tell him. Get your nasty <laughs> feet off of me. Oh, my God. I was God. trying to I push the limits. Almost, I just almost killed her. Okay. I was trying to push so the sorry. Okay, I'm picking back up. I haven't had the courage to tell him yet. He's expecting me to go back in the fall semester. This has been like a boulder in the pit of my stomach. How do I tell him? You go ahead. Why do you always pass the <laughs> mic to me when it's... Because I want to hear your controversial <clears throat> opinions. I don't think it's going to be controversial. So his issue is he doesn't know how to tell him. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, first of all, watch In the Heights. Because. <laughs> so annoying. Yes. <laughs> because Nina, Nina Rosario, the main character of In the Heights. Don't watch the movie. Watch the musical. Yeah, watch the musical. Because the. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it right now. Um, <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Beautiful um, gowns, lovely gowns. Yes. <laughs> um, the same, similar thing happened to her, where she left school. She'd hid it from her parents for a long time. This is a really hard one because I can envision a world where I leave school, but I can't envision one where I don't tell both of my parents. Yeah. But it's because I am so fortunate enough to have that relationship with them where I feel and that understanding where mm -hmm. I feel like they understand that college isn't for everyone and it might not be for me and they would just help me to like develop my plan B or they'd want to know that I have a plan B that would be the most important thing so oh gosh <laughs> I won't, I don't know you just but you do just have to break it to them it's it's one of those really hard things I I guess it would just be like a, I don't know how they would react either I don't know how to break it to, I think you'd probably just have to be blunt with it you know sit down tell them tell him that it might be a a hard discussion um just to prep him and explain it explain your point of view and then I think possibly together or maybe on your own if you'd prefer you can make a plan about where to go from there you said mm -hmm. that you flunked out do you want to go back i was gonna ask the same thing is it not for you do you want to take a break if you're taking a break what are you going to do to fill that time hopefully there would be a supportive and okay let's collaborate together reaction and then if there's not i mean that's <laughs> That's where, un unfortunately, I don't know. I feel like it would really be up to you to, unfortunately, you would have to figure out how to navigate this hard path yourself. Mm -hmm. And you'd have to do a lot of looking into yourself and figure out what it is you want. Or, because a lot of times it's hard for us to answer that question, especially when we're younger. But even in life in general, it's hard to answer the question sometimes, what do I want? So just take the time to really figure out that answer for you. And if it is, a gap year if it is never going back whatever it may be um that's a really tough one though my heart goes out mine doesn't but um uh <coughs> well okay so you said your dad so he's expecting you to go back in the fall so i'm assuming you flunked out of spring semester and now you're during the summer break i don't know this was this year and fall semester starting has already started mm -hmm. so I would say my initial thoughts are have a plan for the worst case scenario because I think parents who don't understand that college isn't for everyone, it it's a lot for them to understand anything after that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot for them to understand the fact that let's say the scenario like Marie was asking is you flunked out but you still want to go back. It's hard for them to understand the fact that you flunked out and college is not for you. So when I say black, bat, not black up plan. <laughs> so black your black up, up plan. <laughs> your black up plan. You got plan a black up. <laughs> uh, we're saying nigga. No. Um, <laughs> is I would say, what does it mean for you being independent if that's what you have to do very soon, unexpectedly? Which is, is a hard one. Is it getting a job one. as soon as you can? Is it figuring out some sort of schooling might not be college maybe community college maybe trade school which is also hard to answer very. that's a hard question to answer very, and very i think hard. it's something that a lot of us know the idea what would it look like for us to be independent mm -hmm. but we don't want to jump into it it's very intimidating yeah but i think the best thing you can do is prepare yourself for again the worst case scenario like them possibly saying you have to get out you can't stay in this house if you're not in school. That's a very common story for a lot of people, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So figure everything out in the conversation. Come very clear-headed, mm -hmm. like Marie was asking Maybe all those if you questions. have someone that you trust, like a trusted mentor or someone older, or even a friend who like is actually a solid and reliable friend who can give you advice that doesn't sound like it came from a 19-year-old who doesn't have anything together. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Your birthday is in two days, three days. Okay, and... How do you feel? No, anyway, go ahead. Really weird. Continue. I don't want to get... I don't... 
I'm going to be a teenager. I'm going to be not a teenager for the first time in my life. I'm like, well, before I was a teenager. For the, <laughs> for the I'm going to be, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going to be not a teenager for the first time since I've been a teenager. So. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I never even thought of it. Moving on to different stages of my uh-huh. life scares me. Change scares me. All right. It's scary. That could be in the therapy episode. <laughs> no, right. But you were saying find someone who's trusted. Find someone who's trusted. Just so you can bounce ideas off of them. Mm-hmm. I'm someone where it really helps me to bounce ideas off of people. Maybe so. it's a family member that you're mm-hmm. close to that if you possibly get kicked out or give or given an ultimatum, you can stay with them until you figure some other things out. Yeah. But come prepared. Mm-hmm. Good luck, my nigga. Okay. <laughs> Um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I enjoyed it. Me too. Did you? I'm sure you did, because you're living in luxury over there on your laptop. All right, facial. (laughs) (laughs) Bajo. Wait, we got to ask our questions. Oh! (laughs) Weirdo. I fully forgot this is Not and cut. (laughs) This is a question of, do you want to ask or do you want me to ask? I'll ask. So. (laughs) so annoying. This is for you to ponder Mm -hmm. for our next episode. To you, the audience, we ask, what do you think is the benefit of having a college education? (laughs) Which is kind of funny because it's it's on theme. Uh, It's pretty funny. It connects to the end of this and the beginning of next episode. So we will see y'all when we see y'all. Exactly. You don't have to get up. <laughs> you don't have to go home. But you sure got to stay your black ass here. <laughs> and white people if you're here. Anyway. Bye. Uh, <laughs> Adios, Sai Chin. Oh, my God. Cut it out. <laughs>